Dave Wilson, I've got a really interesting chart about the S&P 500 today for your chart of the day. Please explain it to us. Well, it's what a difference 10 days make when you look at a given year in terms of the performance of the S&P 500. And it's a, a comparison that Ryan Dietrich made yesterday on the LPL Financial blog. He's a uh, senior market strategist over there. It's actually LPLresearch.com. And what he did was just basically take the S&P 500 going back historically. He went all the way to 1990 and looked at how the index would have done if you had taken out the 10 biggest losses of the year and also the 10 biggest gains. So it really kind of shows you how much a given day's trading can influence stock performance over the course of the year. Let me uh, kind of give you a rundown. Every year since 1990, the S&P 500 would have been up if not for those 10 worst days. In fact, you get gains you know, 59% in 2003, as an example, 77% going back to 1998, 88% in 2009 when the current bull market started. So it just goes to show you how extreme the moves would be. Now, you turn that on its head. What happens if you take out the 10 biggest gains of the year? Well, the index would have been down in all but one year since 1998. That exception was 2013. Uh, when the S&P 500 rose 30% for the year, if you'd taken out the 10 best days, you still would have been up 11%. And it's interesting to make the comparison this year because, you know, we're, we're looking at a market without a whole lot of volatility. So you do kind of wonder about the extent to which the extremes will kind of be, you know, damped down a bit by the fact that, you know, we haven't had a whole lot of movement. You know, you haven't even had 10 days where the market has been up or down 1% so far this year. So, you know, it, it, it kind of is at odds with history to some extent, but the history is certainly worth looking at. And you can do that if you haven't done it already by sending me an email. I'll get you the chart, the explanation that goes with it, and everything I do going forward. The email address is dwilson at bloomberg.net. That's dwilson at bloomberg.net. You know what the message is here is don't time the market. <laughs> That's a good message. Or, or to put it in another way, you got to keep an eye on the market day to day just so you know when these extremes are going to happen. Of course, that's what we're good for, among others. And not to mention that apparently Fergie and Josh Duhamel have uh, separated after eight years of marriage. Just letting oh. you know. Crossing the, twi crossing the Twitter oh. universe right now. As we, I know. I'm, i got to sit down. I gotta, that's right. just... Well, you sit down. Already sitting down is our Yelena Shaletova. He's senior U.S. economist at Bloomberg Intelligence. He's looking at me like, uh, what is your problem? Um... Uh, you are not going to talk about that, another split in Hollywood. You're going to talk about the day's economic news. Uh, the most exciting news. Yeah, we got a little inflation. Inflation and uh, claims and a bunch of other... Uh yeah, a bunch of other economic data coming out tomorrow. Actually, we have retail sales, we have sentiment, 
uh, and uh, industrial production tomorrow. And all of this data are being distorted by uh, the hurricanes. So right. the recent uh, hurricane uh, disruptions really uh, you know, distorted economic data uh, at the end of August and the, and the beginning of September. So that's what we see in the data. That's what create issues uh, for uh, policymakers. Uh, we don't think they will, um, you know, uh, somehow deviate from what they uh, have already decided to do at the September meeting. We think they will go ahead with the balance sheet unwind, but um, it makes it really hard for them to really look uh, at economic data, uh, inflation data, and 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 and. Kind of be, try in other to words, understand what's going on. They're going to be careful, right? Because we know the data points are going to be skewed a little bit because of the hurricanes and the storms and stuff. Yeah, and so like for example, the CPI data this morning <laughs> included uh, a big spike in gasoline prices, which was uh, mm -hmm. uh, due to uh, uh, Hurricane Harvey, and uh, actually lodging. Prices um, uh, of um, uh, hotels and motels also spiked because people had to go away from their houses and rent. So mm -hmm. um, these kind of distortions will actually become more severe as uh, you know uh, September progresses. So both September and October data might uh, still be distorted by uh, those hurricanes. So going into the end of the year, we might still have distorted economic data, which will also um, make it more difficult for uh, Fed policymakers to make a decision on uh, policy rates uh, at the December meeting. Well, and to that, um, what is the expect? You know, so we're, we've got we've had some destruction. Uh, you know, obviously, what's happened to the Virgin Islands is is horrible and much worse than than what we saw uh, domestically. Uh, but we we saw a lot of damage in in. Uh, uh, in Houston and Texas and, and, and in that area. We saw a lot of damage on the west coast of Florida. And, and there's going to be a rebuild. And, and what, what do we expect? At what point is economic impact activity and not transitory activity? So uh, what happens usually is that natural disasters tend to cause significant damage to economies' capital stock. And that's uh, when we hear all these kind of different estimates or so-and-so, uh, such-and-such uh, billions of dollars of damage. What uh, economic activity and what is measured in GDP is uh, basically economic activity, what was created during this uh, quarter, right. the particular quarter. So while there's a huge impact on the economy's capital stock, there's usually not that much of an impact in the medium term on GDP. So in one quarter, activity could go down a little bit due to some um, pause in activity, but then the next quarter, and that's what we expect in the fourth quarter of this year, uh, economic activity picks up and usually those two impacts off offset each other. All right. Well, that's good to know, and that's something to keep in mind as we look at uh, data points to come. Uh, Yelena Shaletova, thank you so much. Senior U.S. economist with Bloomberg Intelligence, along with our Dave Wilson, stocks editor at Bloomberg News. Dave will be long uh, a little bit later on at the closing bell with his stock of the day, both of them in our Bloomberg 1130 studio.